This episode brought to you by the Roster Up Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterupmedia.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to the 2022 and 2023 football season. I'm your host, Andrew C. Baby Spite, and join with me is the knowledgeable, gifted, and hilarious duo of Ooze and Lance, a.k.a. The Law. How are you guys doing today? Good. I hope you guys are excited as I am to start this fantasy football season. After dropping the law last year and winning all those bets, I'm ready to be the last word in all arguments. <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> he coming strong already. Uh, yeah. Mike Tyson. The uppercut. <laughs> I guess. I mean, we'll we'll see this year. We, we we'll, we'll keep tracking. We, we should we should do a like end of the year like loser does this or winner does that. That'd be cool. All right, we'll get to that. So we're not going to spend much time here. We have jam packed shows every Monday and Thursday, and today is no different. Just a little housekeeping before we get started. We're going to be doing mock draft Mondays along with our very own. Uh, picks of sleepers, values, busts, rookies, and must-draft players. So join in every Monday for mock drafts and our picks. For Thursday shows, we're going to try something a little bit different. We're going to try and cover all of the season changes and other fantasy uh, player insights by going through each team per their division. And we're going to do both NFC and AFC North divisions in one show, then the South in another show, AFC and NFC and then so on and so on. So follow us and your favorite team. And if you do Daily Fantasy, check out our DFS show, all at Roster Up on all social media platforms. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, our website, rosterupmedia.com. And now we're introducing YouTube this season. So get ready to see a lot more of us, basically, you know, kind of in person. Virtual in person, whatever you want to call it. And today, we're going to be announcing bus picks and get right into a half-point uh, mock draft where me, Lance, and News will be drafting uh, separately. Hopefully, I'll have a better team than both of you guys. No shot. I mean, <laughs> this fantasy season now is, is all, you know, we're, we're in August now. This is where the drafts are coming in. This is where we feed the people out there the info that they need to dominate their drive and then to continue on to dominate their season so i'm ready i know the law is ready i know you're ready so let's get to it so right before we do all of this we are going to pick the order of our roster up league we uh, had a good roster up league last year we added one more team and we're going to uh, we did this last year where we picked the order on the show so we're going to do it again so roster up media stay tuned for the order uh you guys can't see this but i have the wheel of names on one screen over here so i'll be just telling you the order since you guys can't see it that's okay with you all right are we starting with the 12 position or are we starting with the first position so what i did was i took Two wheel of names, and I put all the positions, like the picks, 
and I put mm -hmm. um, the names. So I'm going to have the wheel pick the name and the position for us. Cool. So first up is roster or roster up season long Neil by himself. And he is going to be pick. Ooh. For 12. Nope, oh, wow. 11. 11? Yeah. Before we get the next pick, I'm, I'm just on, you know, Adam Chapter time and, you know, just sitting here. Alert comes up. Debo inked a $73.5 million deal with San Fran. Three year extension. So they got that man paid. Too bad Trey Lance is going to be thrown to him this year. <laughs> that we're aware of. I mean, Garoppolo is still sitting there. No, no, no. He can sit there all he wants. I don't know if you saw the, the prep conference. Yeah. He said he's this is – he's out there. The coach said Stop. this is – coach said this is like Trey Lance's team. <laughs> he said we, we had this plan a year ago when we drafted him. This is Trey Lance's team. So – Quickly interrupt. We've got the Panthers up with zero pick three start. Did you say Lance? I said everybody's got a plan until they start off on on three. We'll see. Back, back to the order. We got Panthers. Tommy. He's number pick two. Next up, we're gonna have me and Lance at pick. Ah, oh, number one. Oh wow. Well that'll be tough. I can't wait I can't wait for you guys to just throw it out at the window. <laughs> Deontay Johnson, the first first pick overall. Let's go. I'm ready. Let's just say the pick I had him in, he outperformed that pick as well. So you keep those Ooh, comments. All the roster up leagues are going, or roster up season long are going first. Ooze is pick nine, very close to where he's picking tonight. Oh, nice. I take pick, pick nine. nine. Not, not too far from the turn. After all the good running backs are off the board, now he's got to make a decision. Do I take a wide receiver? Do I take a uh, that quarterback? That is very true. That is very true. That is very true. Yeah. Andrew McGuire, the host of Bills, at picking at number six, right in the middle. I hate middles. RV. Whatever drops them. Yeah. Right. You can't even, you can't even start a trend at six. You you gotta be the <laughs> you, you gotta you gotta be yeah. the trend. Yeah, right. <laughs> we, have, we have two teams for the Lions. We have one team of comprised of Matt Laurie. He will be picking at number four. And we have one, two, three, four, five, six. Half of the picks are done. Someone still has to get 12. Probably the worst spot to be. Uh, Giants I don't know how you 10. feel. Yeah. I never won 12. That's just me personally. Though. The other Lions team is picking 8. Right before Ooze. Ravens at 12. All the Ravens got 12. That means they get the 12th and 13th. I lied. Possibly. 
I, I just lied. It didn't stop spinning until I looked back over, and it is the DFS boys at 12. Yo, Cody come Rob. on, man. Oh. Get, 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 get your shit together, bro. But it, it, it turns one more turn when I'm not looking, when I thought it slowed down. Oh, man. We, we can see this guy's not taking over for Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> not even on the docket of the replacement host. So Ravens will be at seven. My apology, guys. And only two more picks left. Three and five between the Jets and our new added team, the Eagles. Jets at five. Eagles at three. Jets at five. Eagles at three. So we have me and Lance starting off things at number one. Panthers at number two. Eagles at three. Four Lions. The second of just Matt. Jets, Bills, Ravens. Going five, six, and seven. Lions number one. The brothers. And then nine Oos. Ten Giants. Eleven Neil by himself, and then rounding out the end is the DFS. Nice, 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 nice. All right, so let's just keep it going. We're going to get into our bust picks. Um, just to review what a bust is, it's someone, a player that we feel that is going to basically underperform their current ADP or their ADP when they get drafted. So, Lance, why don't you start us off with your two bust picks? We're going to give two each. It's going to get the last. Well, okay, so let's start this off, right? This is going to sound familiar. Let's not get this wrong. This player last year had over 100 catches. He had over 1,000 yards. Set records for his position at his year in the NFL. Very good for a rookie. You know how many touchdowns he had? One. His position is very touchdown dependent. In fact, most of fantasy is touchdown uh, dependent. And this position is not unlike that. Now, let me give you this. This position, the top two players average 14 to 15 points, depending on your league. The next player, the third player, two points under him. The fourth through the tenth, five points below them. And that average is nine to 10 points a game. Now you're telling me players going from three to 10, top 10 in their position are only averaging you nine points a game. So why, again this year, why, and I'm gonna say this for the umpteenth time, why is this player being drafted in the fourth through sixth round? Why is he being drafted top Three in his position. And if you don't know by now, Kyle Pitts, this is you. <sighs> Last year, boy put up a thousand yards, but couldn't average more than eight yard uh, eight points a game. He had one touchdown. Now I will ask you this who was his quarterback last year? Matty Ice, Matt Ryan. Is he his quarterback this year? No, he ain't. Who's his quarterback? A perennial bench player, a guy who was sitting on the bench for the last two to three years. Lord have mercy. Mariota is going to be throwing him the ball. You know the last time a tight end had top ten performance for Mariota? His first year in the NFL. 
Mercedes Lewis was the only time he whoa, had. Whoa, whoa, the whoa, next whoa, year, Mercedes whoa. Lewis didn't do anything. Whoa, 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 whoa. He was sure a bust the next year with Mariota. Sure then what he had? What does he have next? Ritter, a rookie. There's a reason why they have Mariota as the starter right now. Now look, if he couldn't do it with Matty Ice, how's he going to do it with subpar quarterbacks? And that's the risk you're taking here. What's the upside? He gets 14 points a game. What's the downside? He scores eight points a game. Is that what you run out of your sixth-round pick? When you've got running backs on the board that can still get 10 points a game. When you've got wide receivers still on the board averaging 12 points a game. And let me ask you this. You got two wide uh, – you had two tight ends who finished higher than him who weren't even drafted last year. If we can remember their names, that's Dawson Knox uh, and Dalton Schultz. Neither one of those guys were drafted in most leagues. Picked up on the waiver wire in every league I was in. So if you could get somebody off the waiver wire to score more points than him, why would you draft somebody that high in the – in the draft because you're going to pick them up off the waiver week two, week three, week four. Dalton Lewis is still there, I think, when we did the week five podcast. Now, the other thing that, that's going on there is they had similar receiving yards. He didn't, out, he didn't outperform either one of those guys per receiving, but the big difference was, again, the, t- the touchdowns. So if he wasn't getting the touchdowns last year, he only had one. I don't see how he's going to get anywhere close to what you need for the top two in his position, which is eight and nine touchdowns. Even if he gets five or six, which would be incredible year-over-year turnover for him, that still wouldn't put him in the top five of tight ends. And he's being drafted top three. So, Kyle Pitts, I'm afraid I keep saying your name, not really sure why I got to keep talking about you, but you are going to be a bust if you're picked anywhere before the 10th round. The other bust, this one's going to sound pretty pretty standard, pretty standard, but if anybody's taking Jamar Chase in the first round, that's going to be a bust for you. I have nothing against Jamar Chase. He is definitely a top 10 wide receiver. He is not a number two guaranteed. Not a number two guaranteed, and that's what you need to be to be drafted in that first round. So, Jamar Chase, if he, you're taking him in the first round, you're taking him way too high. Especially when there's other running backs on that list and wide receivers you can supplement later on in round two, round three. Jamar Chase in the first round is too high. I'm even cautious taking most wide receivers in the first round. But Jamar Chase, I Super Bowl high. A lot of people want to see it happen again, but they might be just reaching at last year's numbers. I don't see it happening again this year. So those are my two, two busts. I know Ooze is probably boiling, but for the sake of time, Ooze, I'm just going to have just you go right into your bus. I understand that. I understand that, but you have to hear me out. You have you to hear. make it quick. I you just, make I, it I'll quick. put a minute on both. Jamar Chase, there's no way you're telling me that Jamar Chase ADP at, at second round isn't worth it and he's going to bust. We're talking about a Bengals team. He said first round. First round. He's yeah, he's, first, yeah. Round. first. I'll still take a first round. There's no way that you're telling me that a guy that had 1,400 yards, over 1,400 yards, and 13 touchdowns is going to be a bust 
this year, and he's still the number one wide receiver on the team. With Joe Bros back and healthy again, with a great Super Bowl run last year, insane. Number two, you're talking about Marcus Mariota, okay? This is the same Marcus Mariota that you said the only person that he he did you know justice for is whoever's name I forgot you what you said, but this is the same Marcus Mariota that took a 31 year old Delaney Walker on a three and 13 team and had him over a thousand yards, and I think how many touchdowns did he have? Seven touchdowns. So you tell me seven th- touchdowns and a thousand yards only puts you in the top five. I'll not take top it. Three. I'll take it. That's not top three. He's being drafted That's, top three. I mean, besides Kelsey. You're saying he's better than Kittle? At this point, I'll say I'll take Pitts over Kittle. Because I don't. Even I, Kittle, I, even I tra- Kittle has a, re- a track record. Uh, because he had Jimmy G against, you know, you had Jimmy G over there. Jimmy G? Are we saying Jimmy G is good? Yes. <laughs> Did Jimmy just, he lost his job to Trey Lance. That's their mistake, okay? He's lost his job almost everywhere he's been. Are you talking about the same guy that was in, like, in the playoffs last year? Listen, Alex Smith took the, the 49ers to the Super Bowl. It doesn't stop you from losing your job. You're still a game manager. You're still a game manager. It really comes down to that. Game manager. That's tough. All right, all right. Like I said, a minute on, or like you said, a minute on each. Now you gotta go into your bus picks. I'll go on my bus picks, but we're already battling. We'll revisit this later. Already battling between me and Lance today is it's it's absolutely insane. But my first, my I want to know, know. Did you? Did you? Are you like secretly like your your last name is like Pitts hyphen? Right, like you're related no, to I, Kyle. No, 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 no. It was crazy because <laughs> like, the the reason it's, no, it's, it's, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny because I actually had this argument on Twitter with somebody, and I, when you were going through the stats, I was like this guy's talking about. I had to go back and see where I was arguing about this to make sure my stats <laughs> was correct. But when you were talking about the thousand, I was like, all right, well, his 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 bus is Kyle Pitts for some reason. The only wide receiver on there, he was getting triple teamed. Because it, you know, Kyle really betting on the wrong team, you know, can't be betting, you know. <laughs> so oh, I don't Calvin know. Who, really. I don't know. I don't know who's the why over there. You know what I mean? Like th- that team was just bad. You know, that's why everybody got All out right. of there. I'm reeling it back in. I'm so my it first, back in. yep, I'm sorry. yep. I'm sorry. All right, my first, my, oh wait, hold on. Okay, yeah, my first bust will be Jalen Waddle. Okay. Because you know why, your boy, the cheetah, the fastest man in the NFL, he's back and he's in there. Okay, he he got to, he got he went to the uh, Miami Dolphins. I don't know why he's saying that two was the most accurate <laughs> quarterback that he's ever you know catch patches from, but we all know that is false. Okay, he's saying that just to boost the confidence. He's saying that just to look at it this way, right? He said that they weren't feeding him the ball in KC. This guy, and that now, if he's saying he's the most accurate, does that mean conversely he's being fed he, the ball? Okay, and if let, he's being fed the ball, that means Jalen ain't getting it. Listen to this, all right? He, he quote-unquote did not get fed the ball, right? 159 targets, 111 yards receptions, okay? 111 receptions with 1,200 mm-hmm. yards tacked onto that, all right? He had nine touchdowns. Most of the time, he was just – 
getting big, big yards. And then he had 13 plus 20-yard catches, three plus uh, 40 catches. This guy was getting fed the ball. He was number one in the percentage in wide receivers. This guy was getting fed the ball. So him saying all that, he just he just got to do what he's got to do because now he's a Dolphin guy. You know what I mean? So let me slate off not too much because they're still my boys at Kansas City, but I want to say, hey, the Dolphins – I'm your guy. I'm your number one. I'm, you know, what I mean, you best quarterback I've played with. Bullshit. Okay, you're not making the playoffs this year, guaranteed. All right. So with that being said, Jan Waddle had 140 yard, 140 targets last year, 104 catches. That is going to diminish. That is going. There's no way between the two that they're going to grab 299 targets. No way. There's no way. And then he had only six touchdowns last year, so that's even going to get cut. So, if you're looking to draft Jerry Waddle, I'll definitely, like, you know, for me, maybe sixth round, seventh round, because there's so many other quarter, so, so many other wide receivers out there that you can grab um, this year, and, you know, that would be number ones. Jerry Waddle and Tyreek Tyre Hill is going to be target force-fed this year. Force-fed. So... He's definitely going to be the, the wide receiver for the, for the Dolphins to, to grab, but Jerry Waddle's going to be my bust this year, my first bust. It might change me, like this season, but I'm pretty sure he's not going to do so well. Second one is my guy. I love him to death, but Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones was a, a handcuff, uh, two, two, two down back with uh, A.J. Dillon this year with no Devonta Adams, no – um, MVC, uh, there's only Alan Rizard and a rookie out there. Aaron Rodgers is back, yes, with a you know nice flow of hair. But <laughs> AJ Dillon is, I feel like, is going to take most of the carries. You know, they split between the two for attempts. Between the two, they had 358. That might even go up. But I feel like AJ Dillon, I mean, AJ Dillon did um, beat out Aaron Rodgers and um, Aaron Jones. And rushing yards, known only by a few, but the touches were, were more, uh, let's say, uh, important with A.J. Dillon. So he had more goal line than Aaron Jones. And then Aaron Jones does, does have a little injury record. So for, for my running back, the number two bust is, I think, is Aaron Jones. All right, I can dig it. I can dig it. We'll touch on Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon uh, they were both top 24 running backs, surprisingly, last year. And we will touch on that on Thursday's show when we cover the uh, AFC and NFC North teams. Um, all right, moving on to my bus picks. I'll make this quick, and then we can get into the mock draft. Um, I don't like James Conner at his current ADP, um, mainly because he's getting uh, drafted ahead of people like uh, Zeke and uh, Antonio Gibson and Dave Montgomery and Cam Akers. Um, last year, obviously, he surprised us all when you were taking him in the eighth, seventh round, and he became this monster. And I forgot where he finished, but you know, it was very surprising. Um, I don't think it's going to pay dividends again like it did last year. Very surprising to the fact that he'll be, you know. He'll be getting that return on value from the third round, you know, end of the second round type deal. Um, 
know, there's no D hop for the first six weeks. Um, but we'll see how the injury will affect. Um, oh my goodness, I'm blanking on the quarterback right now. Kyler Murray. Um, I know he came back at the end of the season, but you know he was out a couple of games. We'll see how that goes. But I just don't like the ADP for James Conner, and I'm pretty sure he did this in Pittsburgh where he had a great year. And then the next year, he kind of fell off, you know, and people were still drafting him fairly uh, early. Next one, I'm torn between two wide receivers, so I'll kind of make this a double. He both touched on, or all three of us touched on Michael Thomas last year as a bust because he didn't play that whole year of football, and it really showed this year, or last year, rather, the year prior, he didn't play a whole year of football. And it's almost going to be the same deal. Like, he has... Um, Jameis Winston throwing to him. He hasn't played, you know, consec, you know, full season for a while now, and he's just still getting drafted with the hope of, you know, repeating those glory seasons he had a couple of years ago. I just, I don't want to play into that. Um, sixth round, seventh round, maybe even fifth round. Like you can get like to Cooper Cup, you know, like he did last year. Not this year, obviously, but last year he was going in that range. So there's probably someone else around that area where you could get, you know, better value than Michael Thomas. And my second half of this is Amari Cooper, um, mainly because he's going to the third round, fourth round, and you really don't know who's throwing him the ball yet. This whole situation with Watson is still happening, and... Um, you know, if he's not throwing him the ball, then that's going to take away from value from for Cooper. Again, there's other players that I like in this range. Um, Sutton, DJ Moore, uh, Mike Williams, other players that could, you know, McLaurin, that could pay dividends rather than Amari Cooper. Because you just don't know in Cleveland with the whole QB situation. So those were our busts. Um, have a little caution when drafting these players. Just to recap, Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Aaron Jones, James Conner, Michael Thomas, and Amari Cooper. So, sleeper. I'm going to get this mock draft going. And just to let everyone else know, and you guys, we're going to be drafting separately. This is half point PPR. And we're going to do one QB, two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, one flex, and five bench spots. We took out the kickers and the defense for the sake of time and just focus on the main pieces of your fantasy team. And we'll be, you know, giving a little bit of insight here and there as we make our picks. And at the end, we'll recap our teams and give some final thoughts. So if you guys are ready, I'm ready. And I'll be drafting from the two spot. Who's is at number 10. Lance is at the end of the draft with pick 12, doing the turn, waiting uh, however many picks to pick again. Another 12. No, it's like 22. 20, 23, picks. yeah. Yeah. Oh, when you have to turn. All right, let's hit it up. All right, I'm going to start the draft. First off the board is Derrick Henry. Wow. Um, we'll see some surprising things when you mock draft and even in your row draft. So, you know, 
Pay attention. <laughs> Justin Jefferson before Cooper Cup. That's amazing. So, I had the second pick. I went Jonathan Taylor, uh, obviously. That was surprising that he didn't go first. Right after that, McCaffrey, Jefferson, Cooper Cup. Uh, Lance just stated Jefferson before Cooper Cup. Jamar Chase, um, sit right after Cooper Cup. Austin Eckler, Najee Harris, Davin Cook, and now Ooze is here with the 10th pick of the first round. Yep. Um, with you picking at number two, I mean, that's. I feel like it's it's a 1-2, one, 1-A. One it's like a 1-A, one 1-B one type of situation. It's Derrick Henry or John Teller at those two spots, right? Because they're both – before the injury, that battle was going to the last game, right? Both leading right. – changing leads of NFL rushers. So I feel like th- those two picks up there are locked in every year, you know, unless you're playing a keeper or dynasty league. So I'm sitting here at 10. Um, Eight hours per pick. I, that was just crazy. Um, <laughs> Don't worry about that. Just in case. You know. Just in case, right? Just in case. Just in case. This is going to be one long podcast. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so me sitting here, I'm looking at probably, you know, wide receivers here because I'm, I'm liking I, – I like what I see out of the running backs, but I feel like I can grab one of those on the turn. So I'm going to – I'm going to – I'm going to go here and show everybody that this guy's still there even though he switched teams. Devontae Adams, okay? Quarterback play, I feel like with Derek, Derek Carr, his arm is still fire. It's just the accuracy. So, for him, he's going to force feed his college roommate, college buddy, football teammate very well this season. After that, we had Joe Mixon go off the board, and now Lance is sitting here with two picks at the 12 and 2-1. I decided I didn't want to get out of there without taking at least one running back. Mm-hmm. I like those two picks. I like those two picks. And I'm still not sure what's going to happen with Kamara. Um, is there any talk about suspension or anything? No, the um, only, I haven't heard anything myself. Only thing I've heard was that Watson, Deshaun Watson's uh, case is going to be resolved tomorrow. Oh, they are. Um, well, yeah. At least we'll know something there. Yeah, at least it's something. Yeah, and, yeah. But no, nothing with Alvin. Um, yeah, Kamara, he has some sort of altercation at the last Pro Bowl. And there is yeah. talk of, you know, suspension for him. And I was doing a couple mock drafts earlier where people are still shocked that, you know, he's getting drafted in the second round. But, you know, that person who said that is kind of just like, he may get suspended, obviously. That hasn't been ruled yet so we'll more to find out on him but obviously we don't know about Kamara so I agree with Lance with his uh picks of Diggs and Chubb over Kamara and now it's back to Ooze with the third pick of the second round all right I am back here and Kyle Pitts or do we look at anybody else no Kyle Pitts is not <laughs> Kyle Pitts is not <laughs> up here for me my guy but I would say because of the three wide receiver half point PPR, and there's a limited amount for me for the turn on our third round that these high caliber guys, these tier one to tier two guys, will still be here. I think I have to go with CB, CB Lamb here. 
So Ooze's kind of started off the zero RB as usual. And then off the board, after that was Deontay Swift. No, I'm sorry. Not Deontay Swift. DeAndre. DeAndre Swift. Yeah, DeAndre Swift. Sorry. Kelsey. Uh, Tyree Kill, Josh Allen, first QB off the board in the second round. Debo, who just got paid today, as was mentioned earlier. Mark Andrews and Aaron Jones here with Christian McCaffrey. Now I'm back on the board. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to go double running back here and see what I can get because I'm right at the turn with wide receiver. Um AJ Brown has left Mike Evans as far as wide receivers. I'm going to go with Saquon, pair him with Jonathan Taylor, see what I can get on wide receiver on the way back, and start my draft off with two, you know, num- arguably the number one, or the number one from last year, and Saquon, if he, you know, stays healthy, to pay some dividends. Fingers crossed. Um, so Mike Evans went after that, Leonard Fournette. So I'm going to take A.J. Brown on the new team with the Philadelphia Eagles. And what I thought would happen did happen. I was going to pick from that tier, Mike Evans or A.J. Brown. So I got the other player that wasn't picked, obviously. It after is- that, go ahead. again? Go ahead, go ahead. They, they stole your Kyle Pitts. I mean, I feel like that's a that's an okay pick right there. Round three. Yeah, that's, I think that's an okay pick right there. Round three, when the top three tight end doesn't score but ten points a game. The reason why you're busting him because his touchdowns. If he if he had. Oh, I'm not busting him on the touchdowns. He can he can raise his touchdowns to seven, and he still wouldn't be, but ten points a game. I mean, that's I, I'll take ten points a game from from my number three. All right, all right. Again, you could have gotten Dalton Schultz off the waiver wire. They are arguing because Kyle Pitts went off the board right after me. Javante Williams, James Conner, uh, Bryce Hall, the rookie from the Jets, Ezekiel Elliott, Patrick Mahomes, T. Higgins, and now Ooze is up on the clock. Yes, sir. And it's looking like I'm going to stay on the train of wide receivers here. I thought so. Uh, I'm just, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the running backs. Can you keep Deontay screaming to you? uh, Not Deontay screaming at nobody. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) It look, I. To be honest, I don't like what I'm seeing on, on the wide receiver uh, on the running back side. I have to grab like a tier three guy on the turn. Must is a must, right? But if I still can grab one of these high caliber guys in wide receiver spot and solidify that, I'll be fine. I'm gonna go here. This is tough because I don't want to be a homer, but this guy also had a thousand yards, seven touchdowns last year. Ooh. You know what? I'm going to go to a guy that didn't touch a 1,000 yards, but the quarterback play this year, he's going to blow up, and that's Jared Judy. Wow. I know. Oh, Sleeper's, I Sleeper is telling me, wow, because that's tough. But with Russell Wilson 
come coming to Denver, it's going to be a big year for those wide receivers. Okay, okay. I was following. I thought you were going to go Keenan Allen. I didn't know where you were going for a second. I thought you were going to go Pittman. But, I was okay. going to go Pittman, but I was like, let me not be a homer. But Matt Ryan, Matty Ice is out there going to be throwing the rock. But I feel like Alex Pierce is going to be his number one. So after that, in between uh, Ooze and Lance went Keenan mm-hmm. Allen, and then Lance just made his two picks. And then after him went David Montgomery. But Lance, recap your two picks, and then it oozes up again. I liked my, um, I liked what I was seeing with wide receivers at that point. McLaren got a new quarterback, got a new contract. Maybe it's going to be looking up for him. And then I took Pittman because he had a bang-out year, and now he's got a different quarterback. So maybe Matty Ice can do some of the same stuff he was doing with Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley and – the infamous Kyle Pitts before that. Um, but tell me, who's you still like uh, Mr. Junior? I, I mean, I, I like Pittman Jr., to be honest. I, I mean, him and Alice Pierce, Molly Cox, that whole offense is going to blow up because of Matty Ice. More accurate, more, more commanding of the offense, doesn't do anything stupid. So you, I, I feel like in the fourth round, you're grabbing – Super, super value for a number one. Super value. Because he's going to be the number one there. Because mm-hmm. Alex Pierce is a rookie. And then Moali Cox is probably their number two as a tight end. But you're grabbing. And uh, T.Y. is still there? No, T.Y. is still free agent. Still free agent. And, yeah. So, guys out there that don't know, T.Y. is still free agent. Meaning, and he hasn't. So, he hasn't signed with anybody. The coach said there's a possibility that he can come back. But even though he comes back. You still have two wide receivers ahead of him, plus a tight end because he, he's missing camp. So, with the fourth well, round. Limited he was last year. And, exactly. And also wide. limited. Yeah. He was limited last year. But he was still T.Y. You know what I mean? So, still being that that being said, Michael Pittman Jr. at the fourth round, it's beautiful. for Beautiful pick. And he has scary tight on top. So, for me, you're having one of the best drafts out of the three of us. So, I'm not going to go on too much here. Um, I got three wide receivers. Again, I just don't like what I'm seeing on these running backs. And he's going to go wide receiver again? Please tell me yes. I think I got to go another wide receiver. He's still uh, my beating heart. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I'm feeling, I'm feeling this wide receiver is going to also jump off a little bit. Um He's always been a little, um, little uh, child to me, that my little brethren. I always want to pick up every single time, and he blows up a little bit each and every year. Him being his third season, skipping over some big dogs because I don't like the quarterback play. But Mike Williams, Mike Williams. I thought he was gonna fall to me because I was gonna use him as big play advantage to make touchdowns is right there for my guy and we got the first jacksonville jaguar off the board so after ooze went with the mike williams pick cam Akers, biette i believe i'm saying his name please forgive me yeah Kittle waller back-to-back tight ends justin herbert Dante johnson and antonio gibson so team three has no wide receivers yet and went three 
running backs and Kyle Pitts in between some of those running backs. Uh, he's going to catch all the balls, right? Kyle Pitts is going to catch everything for all the positions. Um, so now I'm on the clock with Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, and Antonio, or Antonio Brown, A.J. Brown. Um, let me go with D.J. Moore here. And then hopefully I'm going to go another wide receiver since I'm on the turn. I'm going to go Cortland Sutton. Mm, good pick up. DK Metcalf went right after my DJ Moore pick and then Josh Jacobs. I went DJ Moore and Sutton because of the fact that the quarterback play in Carolina has hopefully gotten better. And I can't remember the exact stat, but like DJ Moore has 1,200 yards and something with his touchdowns, like something crazy where like no one has done that in the past three years or something like that someone in our league said it but it was just like hope of positive regression here with dj moore with better quarterback play is what i'm hoping for i was big on dj moore a couple years ago and it did not pan out but hopefully you know what i was thinking a couple years ago happens this year and then i went sutton just because of what ooze alluded to earlier um Russell Wilson going to Denver and slinging the ball around. So you could have a tandem like DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett just be Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton this yeah. year, um, which could help. So right after that, Jalen Waddle went, uh, J.K. Dobbins, Amari Cooper, Mitchell from the 49ers, Allen Robinson on his new teams with the Rams, Marquise Brown, Joe Burrow in the fifth round, and now Ooze is on the board with four wide receivers. Four wide receivers going for a fifth, right? You know what I mean? Uh, no, let me stop playing. <laughs> and I'm I'm sitting here looking at these wide receivers saying, definitely can pick up one or two more just to, just to fill in those two. Because um, we have two flex spots, correct? One flex. Well, one flex. So, yeah. Even if I go five here, I can just fill out all wide, yeah my stat sheet here with the three wide receivers and a, and um flex here. So, but or if you want five wide receivers, what are your thoughts on running backs later on? Huh? Yeah, a I'm lot not, of people, a lot of people are always scared about those later round running backs. And and you remember, just because they're not going the first five rounds doesn't mean they weren't good, right? So I'm going to, for example. One of these guys, the guys I'm going to choose right now, went under the radar. And that's Damian Harris. Okay? Damian Harris last year, his stats were pretty decent. Okay? He had 1,000 yards and nine touchdowns. So, I'll take that with a year two quarterback in Mac, Mac Jones. Hopefully help him out, run the ball a little bit more better, have a better command on the offense. And he had a little receiving yards there too as well. So, um, value... Yes. Now on the turn, can I get another one? After that, when Chris Godwin and now Lance is up with back-to-back picks, and then soon we'll ooze will be up again. So what am I thinking? I, I was really, really bummed that he took Damian Harris because that's <laughs> what I was hoping was going to fall to me. Actually, this guy was a 15 um, touchdown guy last year. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just imagining they're still going to get some good yardage 
second year with uh, Mac Jones that they, they're going to need this guy to punch in some more mm-hmm. touchdowns. Um, so then my other choice is if I was still looking running backs, I'm looking at Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, um, which my only concern there is that they also brought Rojo on, Ronald Jones, in the offseason. And he wasn't exactly the most healthy back going through the whole last season. So reaching and taking, not reaching, but taking Clyde because he's dropped to me is is the safe bet here. But I don't know that I really want to go safe. Um, I think I have some value coming into this round with Lamar Jackson sitting there. Then I might take a swing at Lamar Jackson, throw him in there, and then... That still leaves me with my next choice, right? I got two choices in a row. So now I got to choose, am I still going with a running back or am I going to fill out with a a wide receiver I feel more comfortable with? Um, What I still got on the board, we got Adam Thielen. Uh, We still got Amon Ra St. Brown, which he was great in the second half of the season. However, a lot of people may be too high on him based on some of that stuff. Um, me, I'm not that way. I actually like him on Ron. So I'm actually going to go take St. Brown and hope that he gets a second-year bump there. All right. Right after that went A.J. Dillon, and I was kind of bummed about that because I thought Same. he might have made it to me, but it sounds like Ooze would have took him. I was going to take that him regardless, yeah. What I was saying earlier, uh, top 24, AJ or Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon last year. Now, who's on the clock? Go ahead, Yeah. Um, again, I can definitely see myself taking on a wide receiver, maybe a tight end here. Um, but I would like to say, let me get my running backs sorted, at least my starting two running backs sorted and done with. This is tough here because I want to go with a rookie here, thinking that I can grab him early in Ken Walker. I don't think Rashad Penny is going to take the starting job in Seattle um, because he had, what, two, three years to do it from Chris Carter, but Chris Carter, he, you know, retired for medical reasons, and mm-hmm. it's a battle between Ken Walker and um, Rashad Penny. Because of the uncertainty of Ken Walker, I'm going to go down and do a, and pick a guy that, you know, Shared the shared rock with a, a rookie himself, but had close to a thousand yards and eight touchdowns in a handcuff back backfield. I'm gonna go with um, Marvin uh, Melvin Gordon here. Wow. Okay, okay. Melvin Gordon. Right after that, when Dalton Schultz, Brandon Cooks, Kyler Murray, uh, Sanders from Philadelphia. Kenneth Walker, like Goose was talking about earlier, CEH finally went off the board, and Jalen Hurts right before my pick. That was the sixth round, 11th pick, and I got a decision to make. I could go either direction, tight end, QB, another wide receiver to fill up my flex. I don't see any... Um, running backs that I'm liking. Um, this is a little tougher pick here, guys. Um, I'm going to 
try something. I'm gonna take a shot. I'm Rashard Bateman. Hmm. Um, I just need some Baltimore, more. In Baltimore, right? Come again. Somebody has to take over the number one role in Baltimore, right? That's a fact. Correct. I'm looking for more upside for my wide receivers since I went RB uh, for my first two picks. And... Oh, now does he take Michael Thomas? Or... No, I'm just Never that. I'm actually going to take Dak here. Wow. Being a homer. I was going to go Russ and thinking hopefully he would get back to me on the other end, but I don't think he will. So I went Dak. I think he hopefully can produce the numbers he did last year, even though he lost Amari. But I feel like he'll be a top 10 quarterback, hopefully, you know, barring injury. So I'll take him in the seventh and secure at least – the QB or tight end position. That's something I wanted to do, I guess, before I got too late. Um, after that one, Michael Thomas, Mooney from Chicago, Kareem Hunt, Drake London, the rookie in Atlanta, Juju Smith-Schuster on the Kansas City Chiefs team, Tony Pollard, and Brooks, the rookie in Tennessee, and now oozes up with the 10th pick. All right, so I'm here again at the tenth spot in the seventh round. Only two running backs on for me on my roster. Um, I have Cordell Patterson, Devin Secretary, Chase Edmonds, Rashad Penny, and James Cook. I'm looking at. Um, unfortunately, I'm not gonna go with Cordell Patterson because he's not he's now designated as just a running back and now running back my receiver. That could have been very huge for me um, picking him up at this late stage of the uh, draft, but I want to go with a guy that for some reason people think he's just going to go to the wayside, even though they drafted a rookie um, running back there, and I'm going to go with Michael Carter for the New York Jets. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. If you're taking Brees Hall as high as they're taking him, you have to realize Michael Carter was not a bum last year. He was not a bum last year. He just was not because, a bum. Just because they drafted Bryce Hall high doesn't mean he's going to be the clear number one. It makes no sense. Yeah. He's just a rookie. Um, just a rookie. You could end up with Javante Williams numbers. And let's get it real. Javante Williams wasn't bad. Right. But Javante Williams wasn't great either. Right. Um, and they also have Tevin Coleman on the roster too. Heavy again. And they also have Tevin yeah. Coleman on the roster. So if Bryce Hall is beating both Michael Carter and Tevin Coleman, he got to be the next Saquon. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't see the Jets all of a sudden putting all that draft capital in the passing game, all of a sudden going run heavy for that to actually be beneficial. So taking Michael Carter there as a, as a not a handcuff, but more of a, a chip against Bryce Hall instead of taking him so high in the draft is a safe bet, especially if he's your third running back. You got somebody maybe going your flex or maybe using your bye week or – in the case of if he ends up starting, I mean, you've got either Melvin Gordon or Carter being, are these the guys going to get most of the carries during those weeks? What we still have on, uh, actually, no, it just went in the draft position right before me, right after Ooze. 
DeAndre Hopkins. If you didn't learn anything last year with Michael Thomas, if you didn't learn anything the years before with uh, Josh Gordon, if you didn't learn anything, these wide receivers who were suspended for a few games at the beginning of the year or suspended for six games for performance-enhancing protocols, that kind of stuff is really, really risky. You better hope that you've got enough people because this is the third wide receiver for this guy. That's automatic bench spot for half your season for the first six weeks. And then when he comes back, is he going to be in game shape? Is he going to be able to step in and plug right in? Everybody was hoping that was going to happen with Michael Thomas, and that didn't happen last year. But don't get burned. Don't take DeAndre Hopkins as your third wide receiver. Don't even take him as your fourth. He's still there in, in round 11, 12. Sure, take a flyer on him. But not that early. Not this early. Um, all right, so we're sitting here at the end of the seventh round. I don't like my options for running backs. I don't really want to reach um, for some of these people. Um, but I may go and take a, while, a tight end at this point. Um, um, actually, yeah, I'm going to stay away from tight end. So Mike Kosicki, Kosicki was a big one that people were – are very happy with the previous year and we're taking him high last year. He's fallen down the rankings this year. I don't want him this year either. Um, but a lot of people are still going to keep him slightly higher because of what they saw two years ago. Just remember there's one more person feeding in that offense. Mm-hmm. We don't expect him. We don't expect Tuba to throw 400 times in this year. So if there's already 150 targets going to Tyreek Hill, and another 120 targets going to maybe Jalen Waddle. Where are those other passes going to Gasicki? He's a great talent, but I just don't see those those going to him. Um, so I'm going with Devin Singletary. Going to take him. Um, Going to look at the rest of my choices here. Devin Singletary, he's not a great number two, um, considering some of the other values that I was taking earlier on in the draft. But he's going to be serviceable enough. And if I plan my way right, I might even be able to get his handcuff. Um, for the same reason, who's didn't want to take Corderell Patterson. I, I think a lot of people don't really want to take him, um, especially the quarterback situation being even worse than it was last year. I'm going to take um, – I'm going to take Gabriel Davis only because of what I saw in that playoff game. Uh, see if he can actually string that into real performance throughout the regular season. He's not going to be a starter on my team. He's not making my flex spot, but sitting on my bench, he might be worth something if he does consistently put something together. All right. Nice, nice. All right. I I don't know how Gabriel Davis is making it on rosters before these two, these three players I have in my queue, but the first one, he's he has now got catapulted into the Number one spot, and that is my boy Al uh, Lazard. Am I bugging? No, I'm not bugging. <laughs> for a second, I thought I couldn't find him. Alan Lazard is going to be the number one wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers because there's no um, Devontae, which I have on my roster, and there's no MVC, which uh, he is now on the uh, Chiefs. All right, after that went Russell Wilson in between Lance and Ooze, 
Devontae Smith after Alec Lazar pick. Um, Elijah Moore, Hunter Renfro, Tyler Lockett, Dallas Goddard, Tom Brady, and well, I forget his name. Uh, Garrett Wilson, the rookie in New York Jets. I am up, and we're just going to keep these picks going. Um, I'm going to go running back. I'm going to take Chase Edmonds down in Miami. Um, mm. Hopefully can see some production there. Really liked him last year. Me and Neil were heavy on him. Um, it did not help us that, you know, they fed the ball to James Conner, obviously, but they are in this, you know, timeshare down there, but hopefully he could win the job down there in Miami. Second pick. Uh, do I go tight end yet, or do I wait? That is the question. I'm going to take a rookie wide receiver, Chris Olav, um, hoping for some upside again with these wide receivers. And after that, when Brandon Ayuk, Dawson Knox, Zach Ertz, this team five has two uh, tight ends back to back for some strange reason. Rashad Penny, Matthew Stafford, uh, team seven has two quarterbacks. You'll see some weird things in mock drafts, but you know, keep on mocking, adjust, and, and adapt. Uh, after that, uh, James Cook, rookie in Buffalo, Trey Lance, and that oozes up with the ninth pick. And we're going to keep these picks going, guys. Just uh, pick and move on, I guess, with a little explanation, obviously. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with a guy that I'm used to, guy that I know personally. He was on my team. He's now moved to a division rival, but he's going to be the starting running back over there. If they can get their shit right and their offensive line, this guy can be explosive for him for them in Houston and that's Marlon Mack wow. looking for a great looking for a great upside in, in the in the value I'm grabbing him at off the board after that was Derek Carr and now Lance is back with back-to-back -back picks all right so what I'm looking at if I got a quarterback off the board I'm still probably not looking for a tight end um as we had some of those go off the board, Zach Ertz, Knox, as uh, C-Baby mentioned, what we're looking for here is stashing. So we got Ronald Jones sitting out there. Um, I did not get the James Cook for Buffalo, uh, so I did not get the handcuff that I was wanting for Singletary. And that's the risk I took by not taking them back-to-back. My other choices I have out here is I've got New England's backup. Um, although I don't feel very highly on him, Damian Harris is definitely going to be the guy there. Um, and then we've got Ronald Jones backup in KC. Wide receiver, we got Robert Woods, who's coming back from an injury. We got Christian Kirk, the Mr. Setting, resetting the wide receiver market out there. And we got Chase Claypool. I'm very high on Chase Claypool. I was not high on him last year. I was higher on Deontay uh, Johnson, as everybody will remember and recall. But Chase Claypool, I am high on this year. So I'm going to take Chase Claypool, come back around. And I'm going to take Ronald Jones uh -oh. as a flyer. Taking Pat 
Furmar from Pittsburgh only because he had seven touchdowns last year with Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett as the rookie QB battling up for QB1. I think the tight end is going to be super reliable here and a super friendly uh, rookie quarterback type of uh, play here for Kenny Pickett at least. He's a big target. Big target. Um, let's see. I want to keep things moving here. I'm going to go... I'm going to go MVS. Oh, yeah? There's a couple, couple of offenses where there's been departure of a number one and they got to find the number one. And we'll see how that shakes out. The two that I'm always thinking of is KC and Green Bay. Green Bay losing... Um, Devontae Adams and KC losing Tyreek Hill. So we'll be saying this a lot throughout the season um, and throughout our episodes where you need to draft a piece of this high-powered offense to replace the target shares that have gone missing. And it might be true in another couple of other teams, but I don't know if MVS is going to be the one, but, you know, there's targets up here for grab, and he can step into a role. Even if he's number two and he gets a couple bombs per game, that's you know what I'm looking for, some upside. Um, we we'll go with my second pick after that one, Kirk Cousins and Mike Kosicki. Uh Let me go Komet. Allen Robinson left. There'll be some targets up for grabs. It's you know near the end of the draft, and I do need a tight end, so... I'll just go Kokomlet here. And then off the board after me, between Ooze was Tooney, Williams, um, the rookie from Detroit, Tua, Damian Pierce, the rookie from uh, Houston, White, the running back, rookie in Tampa Bay, Michael Gallup, Josh Doxson, and now Ooze has finally picked his QB. And speak on that. I mean, it's Matty Ice. What else do you want me to say? You know, in a bad team last year, he went and scored, I think it was, uh, well, no, he, him, not self score. He passed for 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Um, I'm looking for him to increase the touchdowns into the 30 range, like back in 2016, 2018, when he was 35 and 7, just because he has an offensive line from a running back that's going to help and protect him in the running game and wide receiver, young wide receivers, but ones that can catch. Well, in traffic for him. All right. Off the board after that was Naheem Hines. And then Lance is starting the last two rounds. First pick was Hunter Henry. And his second pick is going to be. Second pick. I'm going to take. Um, I know I don't particularly care for this particular running back, but I'm actually going Daryl Henderson here. Mm. Told him Mr. Questionable all last year. He is still Mr. Questionable, but in the 12th round, he's not a bad person to take in case Cam Akers, again, is unable to perform. Right after that was Madison, and now Ooze is up with the last, start starting the last two rounds of the draft. Yeah, um, I'm going to go another Colt here, um, one that's going to maybe break out in the midseason. Six seven rookie tight end. He's a second. He's a he's the left side tight end next to Mo Ali Cox, 
faster, um, not as physical as Mo Ali, but taller, red zone target for sure. Um, after that, when I can never pronounce this guy's name, Albert, the tight end from the Denver. Okawiki Boma. That's, that's, that's very bad, but yeah. You can always pronounce that every time he comes up. <laughs> after that, Tyler Boyd, Kenny Galladay, Landry, um, Chark, Eels, and Lawrence going back to back. And now I am up. Mm-mm-mm. I'm basically looking for a good handcuff tier or possible rookie um, or just wide receiver value. Uh, I'm going to go, if this pans out, I'm going to go double rookie. Tyler Allinger, Atlanta running back. And then I'll go George Pickens. Um, Between my two picks was Rondell Moore and um, Patrick wide receiver from Denver. I went George Pickens, the rookie from Pittsburgh. Irv Smith, Myers, Hart, or yeah, Hardman, Noah Fant, Kenneth Gainwell, Deshaun Watson, McKissicks, and now Ooze and Lance and Team 11 have the last three picks of the draft. Yes, sir. And I don't know what it is about me. I'm just a homer, but he's going to be, he's the why. You know what? No, I'm not going to do that. I was going to do Alex Pierce. <laughs> Again, 6'3", ran a 4-4-40. He was the first draft in the second round for what was the first draft for the Colts. But this guy is looking explosive. So, yeah, you know what? I'm going to stick by my pick. Go Alex Pierce. Then David Njoka went off, and Lance has the last pick of the draft. And I don't know where he went. I think he's outside now, but if you can hear us, you can make your pick. Or you can make it for him. Yeah, make the pick for me. I'm looking for a running back at that point anyway. Uh, you want a backup? You want Khalil Herbert or Mark Ingram or a rookie? Give me, give me a rookie. All right. We're going with uh, this rookie from San Francisco. How do I... Tyrone Davis Price <gasps> to end the draft. All right. Let's recap our teams. I'll go first. My quarterback is Dak Prescott. Um, running back, Jonathan Taylor and Saquon Barkley. My three wide receivers starting are A.J. Brown, D.J. Moore, Cortland Sutton. Tight end, Cole Clement. My flex spot, Rashard Bateman or Chase Edmonds. Um, on my bench after that is Chris Olav, MVS, Tyler Allinger, and I can't see those last Oh, George Pickens. And I kind of went uh, wide receiver, like, you know, upside here. I'm strong with the RBs, first two picks, and I'm hoping Dak uh, kind of, you know, top 10 QB again. And then hopefully upside with some of these rookies as well. Who's your team? Yeah, I think my team is pretty solid. Again, I have I went zero RB, um, super heavy on wide receivers. I could use them later in trade bait, but my team is Matt Ryan for QB. I got Damian Harris and Melvin Gordon for running backs. 
Now, my starting wide receivers will be Devontae Adams, C.V. Lamb, Jared Judy, Mike Williams, which I absolutely love, um, with Pat Firmer for my tight end. Again, maybe a sleeper this year due to the fact that if Kenny wins that job, he's going to be super reliant on a check down where Pat lives and loves to be. Um, in the bench, I have Michael Carter, Alan Lazar, which is a number one right now for Green Bay. Marlon, Marlon Mack, number one running back in um, Texans. Jelaine Woods, Alex Pierce for just rounding it off. I think my team is really, really solid, really, really stacked. Uh, if I want um, running back help, I can definitely have – I have trade bait in the wide receivers for those who are lacking in wide receivers, and I can grab one of those starting uh, running backs there. But I like my team. Man who will never say he does not like his team. Mr. Never. Never. <laughs> and Lance, your team, recap real quick. Yeah, I think most teams are going to think that they're strong in the wide receivers and weak in the running backs, and it's mainly because really there's only top five running backs. And after the top five, you're looking at plug and plays for a lot of people or just hoping that you hit them on the right week. Um, in my case, I have Diggs, McLaren, Pittman and St. Brown starting out my my three wide receivers and my one flex. I get Gabriel Davis and Claypool sitting on my bench. What I then are left with in the running back department is Chubb, which is going to be a powerhouse still. doesn't matter who his quarterback is. They're going to have to run the ball, and he's also catching stuff out of the backfield. Um, but then I'm stuck with Devin Singletary later on in the draft because I went heavy on my wide receivers, and I also reached for a quarterback. But sitting in the 12th spot, I don't think I did so bad uh, with some of my reaches. I waited until the, the 11th round, at the end of the 11th round, to take my tight end. Uh, I still ended up with Hunter Henry. Um, he's probably going to peg me in at a top 10 wide, uh, tight end. But what I'm looking at and running back after Singletary is Ronald Jones, if he starts to take stuff away from Hilaire. Henderson, if he takes anything away from Akers. And... Davis, if he actually gets a the running back job from the current running back, or if Debo's actually put more in the wide receiver and not taking away running back runs. Um, but with a running back quarterback like Trey Lance, there's a lot less activity. If you had Miles Sanders on the Philadelphia Eagles, you know a quarterback that's able to run is going to take those yardage and touchdowns away from those guys. Mm -hmm. So that one there is going to be a really, really reach at the end. You don't want to take that rookie any earlier than the 13th round. All right, gentlemen, I think overall pretty good draft from all three of us. Um, some of these computer teams don't know what they were doing, but you know, it's uh, a draft for a reason. You will see some weird things in your own drafts. Um, do not deny it. But that is our show. Um, hope you enjoyed it. We will be back uh, later on this week with the AFC and NFC North uh, team previews. And we'll see you later. That's our show. Come yes, back sir. and check us back out. Peace. It was good drafting with you guys. See you.